Hey there, I'm Jay Renee, and welcome to New Beauty with Jay Renee. I'm part of a group of underground beauty professionals and entrepreneurs that you've probably never heard of. We're beauty rebels. We didn't take the traditional path in life, but we understand that beauty professionals have some of the most powerful hands in the world with the power to help people transform their lives every day. Yes, there are those that try to convince us that our industry is vain and it's superficial, but we prove them wrong every day because we have products and services that we know can change people's lives. We're pretty smart, so don't let our good looks fool you. Because we didn't take the traditional path in life, we have to do things differently. Because we're not weighed down by conventional thinking, we see things from a different perspective. Because of that, we can move differently. We recognize that the marketplace has changed and that we must do things smarter. How do we do this? It's not by asking for permission to do so, that's for sure. Sure, there are some that would like you to think that we aren't serious about business. But make no mistake, we're not here just to play dress up. We're the creatives, the loud ones, we're the weirdos, the ones who don't listen, the ones that are proud to blaze our own path and leave the way open for our colleagues to follow. We're misfits, we're troublemakers and showstoppers. We're beauty rebels and don't forget, we're pretty smart. On this podcast, you'll find a mix of my trainings, marketing tips, and beauty business insider information, as well as interviews, chats, and my current thoughts. The beauty industry is changing, and it's more exciting than ever, and I'm so happy to be a part of it. The people in it are some of the most creative and talented in the world. So here, you'll find great information on how to increase your profits and grow your business as a beauty industry professional. Have any questions? Would like to be featured? Looking for a speaker for your next event? Contact me through my website at jrenee.com. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast, review it and rate it, and send me an email at any time to give me some feedback. So let's get started on today's episode. Hey guys, it's Jay Renee. I am back to do a quick training with you today um, about your clients. So this video is called, Your Clients Do Not Want What You Want. So the interesting thing is, that when you're considering things within your business, when you're talking about location, products and services and things like that you, that you offer, um, usually you make those, decision, those decisions based on what you want. And for a lot of people, very rarely do they take into account what their clients want. But it's really important for you to first take into account what your clients want versus what you want because your clients are the ones who are spending the money. So this, this training is gonna go over a few reminders and a few, uh, not really case studies, but kind of case studies of um, other businesses that I've observed that's not really doing so well because they failed to take into account what the customers want. So for your business, you want to keep in mind a few things, follow along, I'll make some notes, and as always at the end, let me know what you think. So. Of course, when you run a business, of course, it's your prerogative to run it the way that you see fit. But if you want that business to be successful, if you want to generate dollars, um, you have to keep in mind that the customers are the one that's spending money. And if they're spending money, you're profitable. If they're spending a lot of money, you're doing very well. If they're not spending any money, then you're going to fail. So keep in mind that one, the customer has the money, the customer has the coin. And again, if they spend a lot of money with you, your business is gonna be really successful. If they spend no money, then your business is gonna suffer. So you want to take 
into account what they want. The customer is calling the shots. They're, the success of your business depends upon if customers uh, decide to spend money or not spend money, and it's just that simple. So that's it. It's really in your best interest to not only keep in mind the products and services that they want, uh, but also things like the location. Well, what location is most convenient to the greatest number of customers? Um, these are all things that you want to keep in mind. And some of us, when we have businesses, no matter what kind of business it is, whether it's inside the beauty industry or outside the beauty industry, um, sometimes for us, we want to offer things that we like and what we want and some things that may be nostalgic to us. The one thing that we have to um, be mindful of is that what's nostalgic to us and what have, has deep sentimental value to us isn't necessarily going to have the same deep sentimental value um, to our customers. So you have a favorite hairstyle, you have a favorite color, you have a brand that you're loyal to, whatever it is, it's, it's great that you have that, but you also want to keep in mind that too, you're not the customer, you're the person that's running the business. The customer oftentimes, when you ask them what they want, they will tell you, right? So be respectful of what they want, what they're looking for, and of course, um, you're not gonna run your complete business based on uh, what other people want, but they're the ones spending money. One of the easiest way to be successful, um, I've heard many people say, and I believe it to be true, is that you ask people what they want and then you offer that to them. It's very simple. For instance, I watched um, a few shows over the last couple of weeks um, and some of the businesses that uh, was featured on these shows, they were struggling, right? So one of the businesses was doing, you know, okay. It was doing fairly well. Um, and the owner was actually thinking of expanding to another location. But the business owner had asked um, for feedback. Well, she didn't like the feedback that she got based uh, about some of the, the products, food that she was going to serve. Um, and she was kind of upset about the feedback. Now, the thing about feedback is this. You ask feedback of your clients and potential clients and your customers and potential customers because you want to know where to best direct your time, your talent, and your resources. So if you ask them directly, what will you pay money for? And they tell you that's the quickest way to success. Now, if you ask them what they want and they tell you and you refuse to oblige them, or you ask them their opinion on a product or service and they tell you they don't like it or they hate it and you don't listen to them, then it's on you. You know, it's it's up to you to take ownership of the business. The other business with without going into too much detail um, was a business was run by a husband and wife couple and the owner who's very nostalgic about his homeland where he was from. Now for that business, they were struggling and every day that that business is in business, it's costing them money. Why? Because no one's spending the money there. Why? Because no one wants what they're offering. The owner is failing to take into account where he is, the location, what people want from that area that he's in and what they're willing to pay money for. Now he's assuming that I love this cuisine, it's, it's a restaurant. He's assuming that he loves a certain cuisine, everyone else should love it, he's nostalgic about it, it reminds him of home, all the tastes and the feels and all that stuff, but the clients are not 
pay, I mean, the customers are not coming in. The numbers are just not adding up, and it's really causing strife within that family, within that household. Now, it's some people want to have a business just for the sake of having a business. But if I know you, you want to have your business to make money and to be profitable. So I serve this reminder. The nostalgia that you have for things are not going to be the same nostalgia that they have. So if you want to properly, properly use nostalgia, you want to tap into their past. You want to tap into what they want. The sights, uh, smells, tastes. Um, the environment of what your potential customers and your potential clients want. Nostalgia is one of the most um, widely used marketing tactics. It's something that ties us home. It's one reason that food sells so well with certain places, certain colors, um, while certain things resonate. Theme parks. It's, I mean, the list just goes on in terms of um, how to use the power of it. nostalgia. But when you're trying to tap into that power, you don't use what makes you feel good you don't tap into what may, reminds you of being younger and uh, reminding you of a better day and all that stuff you want to tap into what does that for your clients and your potential clients and if it doesn't work for them they're not going to buy no matter how much you market no matter how much you spend in advertising no matter how much you promote you cannot promote your inside feelings and push that onto them you have to tap into their past what means something to them so, I mean, and that was it. So the one business is suffering, losing money month over month because they're not aware of the fact that the owner is stuck in his own sense of the past. Now, while the other business is not exactly struggling, they could be doing a lot better if they were to tap into what the people that are coming into that business want. And the people, if they pay attention to the feedback that they got from customers and potential customers, they would be doing a lot better if they tap into that. Now. What's the real takeaway? What are you saying? What I'm saying here is clients are not 100% interested in what you want and what's in your head. And they're not interested in what the mission of your business is all the time. They're concerned about what they want. How can you serve them? And the fact of the matter is that there are services and products that are the top of the list for a lot of consumers. And if you don't offer those products and services, you can be missing out. Now I can understand that you may not specialize in the certain um, in certain products and services that they want, but you can have someone within your business to come in to freelance or you can have someone else trained and specialize in that area if you're not willing to provide those products and services yourself, that's fine. But tap into the power of what people are wanting because it, it's the, the straightest shot to get to what you want. So the quickest distance between where you are and what you want is a straight line. So it provides that straight line for you. Um, so pay attention to those to the pay attention to those stable products and services of what people are asking for, um, and keep their wants and needs in mind because that's the key to successful businesses. And I'm gonna wrap that up. I'm gonna keep that pretty simple. So listen, it's a reminder: your clients and customers and potential customers. They don't want what you want, <laughs> not all the time anyway. So keep in mind what they want. Be mindful. Sometimes some of the things that are driving us to have businesses, to uh, create businesses and to run those businesses, and some of the products and services that we wish that we could have had um, may not drive them. So the products and services that in our mind is um, really uh, pivotal in their priorities are not necessarily priorities to those customers. So you want to tap into what they want. So. 
the customer has a dollar, respect it. And in order for you to get it, the easiest way for you to get it is to give them what they want. Number two, you're not the customer. Understand that they have a different mind than you do and learn how to tap into that. Also, tap into that past. Nostalgia is a powerful technique. If you use it, the key to tap is to tap into that power. You can find me on Instagram. And um, that's it. Listen, keep everyone beautiful. Continue to be a beauty rebel. Beauty rebels are pretty smart. Let me know if I can help you with anything. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Leave a comment. You like this uh, short training. Let me know if not. Tell me you don't like it either. Um, if you have questions about anything, let me know. I want to know what I can help you with. And, um, and I'll help you. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank hey guys, you so don't... much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee. If you have any questions or would like clarity on anything you heard today, please feel free to send me an email at jjaye at jrenee.com. I will be more than happy to answer any and all of your questions. You can stay up to date with what's going on in my world by heading over to my website at jrenee.com. And fellow beauty rebels, you can follow me on Instagram at beautyindustryj, that's J-A-Y-E. If you would like more information on how to hang with fellow beauty rebels, send me a direct message or private message on Instagram. Oh yeah, don't forget you can get a free copy of my book, The Six Figure Stylist, Secrets to Exploding Your Beauty Industry Business and Creating Success by Design by going to thesixfigurestylist.com. That's the six figure stylist with the six, the number six. Join me next time. And remember, you and your clients are just one hand away from what you want. I'll talk to you next time.